Welcome to Embracing Discomfort. On this episode, we'll be talking with a familiar voice, Amanda, and we'll be recapping our adventures in the sky. You heard that right. We went skydiving. Thanks for joining us. We're glad that you're here and welcome. Hello and welcome to the Embracing Discomfort podcast. On this episode, I have Amanda who's back for round two, (laughs) stepping out of our comfort zones. Amanda, how are you? I am good. How are you? Good. Good. So something that came up in one of my podcast um, episodes with Buck is feedback that I got in that I don't necessarily introduce my speakers and I thought that was some really good feedback. Oh, and so, okay. to start, who is Amanda, or what would you want people to say that knew you? How would oh. you like to be known? Wow. Some deep questions. That's really <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Um, well, I would hope that people see me as safe. I think that's one of the things that I strive the most for is that people feel safe around me, so they're not going to be judged or um, excluded for anything or whatever. Um, but I also have a lot of value, place a lot of value on being kind to one another. And so even if that means disagreeing, disagreeing that's okay, but you can do that in a kind way. Um, I think I had someone who told me, you know, the, the whole thing was being clear but kind, clear but kind, like boundaries but kind, you know, so I, I really try to live by that. Um, and then I also am um, kind of a, a, people would describe me as kind of a ping pong ball type or racehorse kind of, like once the gate is open, I'm gone, very fast paced. <laughs> I love that. Very, um, hey, this sounds good, let's do this, and then Bam, I'm gone. So, I don't know if that's what you're asking, but that would be me in a nutshell of like. That's a great introduction. I'm a little quirky. You're quirky. This is why we're friends. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I can totally get on board with the racehorse analogy because of what we went through. And that after you and I recorded, shortly after we recorded your first episode of season one, I got a text message from you that said, how about Amanda and Sarah go skydiving? <laughs> mm-hmm. And we did. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to follow up on that experience and talk through that. Um, I'll kind of start with where I went from there, and then we'll dive into your side. So for me, I was getting ready that morning when you sent me that text message. Joseph and I were in the bathroom getting ready. And I got that text message from you, and I just started hysterically laughing because I think I'd already texted you. I'm not saying no. <laughs> oh, I wondered, like, whenever I sent that, because I was driving. I was driving, and I was like, hey, Siri, text Sarah and say, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, oh, and so um, I wondered, like, how that was received on your end. I know what you had told me that it was like, oh, but. Anyway, it was just so random and out of the blue. Because I was driving to work. It was like, what, 7 in the morning? 7.30 in the morning? Yeah. yeah. And uh, long story short, we did. We did. <laughs> I remember Joseph looked at me and he goes, you have to do it. And he's always wanted to skydive. And I've always said no. Yeah. And 
part of the conversation, I know that you and I talked a little bit about it, was why am I saying no? Because if you would have asked me 20 years ago, I would have absolutely jumped really? out of an airplane, yeah. you know, in a moment. I would have done all these, what are, I guess, considered uh, high adrenaline type of activities. Yeah. And I don't know when things changed, and I don't know why. And I was telling people, yeah, I'm going skydiving, and the responses that I received were very interesting. And I started to wonder, does everyone kind of do this in their head? And when I told people, the first thing I was told by a lot of people is, oh, I wish I could do that, but I have kids, or I have this, or I have that. And it was like this immediate jump. And I'm going to tell myself, I did it too. I said, oh my gosh, I have this dog. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, why are we all doing that? Because when I looked at the facts, and you and I went through the facts many times. You had to send me the facts several times. I had to send you the facts several times. Because, just, Nick, you had to tell me over and over again that this was your idea. <laughs> Remember, this was your idea. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. and, I, and I had to do it too. And I started to wonder, like, what is it that changes... Because even, um, you know, I'm thinking, I I love hiking, and Joseph and I will go hiking all the time, but for some reason, at some point, I started having more difficulties going down the mountain versus going up, and I know, for me, it's the spirit falling, I just don't know why that exists, and so I'm, I'm curious, what were some of the responses you were getting when you said, hey, we're going skydiving. Because we set a date, we put money on it, and we were like, we're doing I know. this. And honestly, okay, so a couple things. We set the date, and as the days ticked by, I thought to myself, God, I really wish we would have picked a day sooner. Yes. So I really need to get this done and over with. Like, I almost wish that I had, like, rescheduled the whatever appointment I had, so that way we could have bumped it up a week. So that, that was... Um, lesson learned on that. Um, I didn't tell anybody. I told my husband, and obviously I told him, um, and I didn't tell anyone else until, I'm going to say it was probably the week before I told my mom and my sister. My mom called me an idiot, <laughs> and my sister was like, why would you want to do that? And I was like, I don't know, I just do. And then I told my sister-in-law's and my mother-in-law, I think, a couple of days before. And they were like, whoa, that's the coolest thing ever. Like, they were pretty, like, whoa, you know. Um, so I didn't tell anyone because I thought if I back out, and this goes back to the episode that I recorded, if I back out and I change my mind, I don't want to, like, be like, yeah, I knew she couldn't do it. Oh, I knew. You know what I mean? So I was like, it's better to just not tell anyone and do it and shock the crap out of people than it is to say I'm doing it and then back out and then say, yeah, we knew she wouldn't to do it. <laughs> I so, that's yeah. funny. I struggled with that same thing because I didn't tell anybody until we got close. I didn't tell any of my family. Right. And the reason I didn't phone my family is because I knew my mom would have called me an idiot too. She would have called me and started crying. Like, there would have been a whole thing. Right. <laughs> so I was like, let's not even go there. Yeah. And then I sent them the video after. Um, and she said, thank you for not telling me before. That's what my nanny and my grandma, she said that. She was like, thank you so much for not telling me that you were doing this. Because I didn't tell her. My mom and sister was more for a shock factor. Like, I want to get a rise out of them. <laughs> and I knew that I could. And I did. Um, and I knew that if I backed out, that they would be like, okay, cool. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't have heard anything. I still would have gotten a rise out of them. 
than everybody else. I was like, no, I'm not gonna tell anyone. I started telling people at work like the week before. And it was like, if I if I die, just know that this is where I filed this document. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. If I'm not here next week, I'm here in spirit. So just know that this is here's where the meeting's at and yeah. And here you go. Yeah. I was telling people, I think I was telling people so that I would follow through with it. Oh, yeah. To hold you accountable? To hold me accountable. And I was like, okay, like I have to, I just have to do this. And I was talking on the phone. I had somebody on the phone from the Houston area. Mm -hmm. And they were like, Sarah, don't back out of it. And like, what's funny is I wasn't even talking anything about that. I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to back out. Like, I'm good. We're doing it. Um, And they said that to me. And what's interesting is they don't know how much I kind of needed to hear that. And I was like. Oh, yeah, yeah no, I'm doing well, this. I did that to you. What was it, two days before? And I'm like, Sarah, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. I've got Jace. I've got all of this. Like, it was almost like reality was setting in of like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, jumping off the side of the house or whatever onto a train. You know, like, I'm not doing that. I'm jumping out of an airplane. Jumping out of an airplane. And if something goes wrong, I'm not going to survive it. Or I'm going to be maimed one or the other. You know, and so... Um, what would that do? Like, what impact would that have on my family? And it started really sinking in. Um, and so, yeah, I texted you, and you had to kind of bring me back down. And it was, I like how you came to me, and you were, it was almost a compromise. Like, just go. Just go. Watch. If you don't want to do it when you're there, that's fine. You know, and I was like, okay, I can do that. Do that. And we got there super early. And um, I say we, me and my husband got there super early and there was a group of skydivers already coming down. And Jesse said that when he saw my look on my face when I was watching them come down, he knew I was gonna do it. <laughs> but he saw the look on my face and he was like, yeah, she's doing it. Cause yeah. I didn't know. And I, I still didn't know at that point. I'm like, I'm not really gonna do this. So. You're like, they made it safely. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah, they did it. They're smiling. Yeah. And I will, I will say, I'm with you on the, I wish we had made the decision and just jumped into it. Same, yeah. Versus we let weeks go by, and that probably made it worse than it mm-hmm. would have been. Um, yeah. But what's interesting, and I'm going to give a shout out to the Sky Took place that we went to. Seriously. It yeah. was amazing. Because as soon as I got there and I started meeting the people, uh-huh. I immediately got very comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay. This is cool. This. this is just an everyday deal for them. Like, this is whatever yeah whatever and I think you know and kind of thinking through it I something that's interesting you know I've got you know my personal situation I have so much change going on right now and there's been so much waiting on various aspects of my life right and I'm almost at that point now where kind of thinking through change in general and I know we're talking about stepping out of your comfort zone in this episode or just kind of the second part of it I'm now of the opinion after going through kind of, you know, the personal situation of, you know, my father-in-law passed in November of last year, moving forward with a new family unit, and what does that look like? Because my mother-in-law is actually going to be living with us and uh, trying to navigate that and going through a construction project um, in addition to having a lot of change at work. Over the course of several months, I'm at the point where I'm like, I wish change would just happen and I just have to go into it. And so to kind of tag along with the skydiving event and note to the audience, uh, if you're going to do something like that, 
we highly recommend you make the decision and go do it like the next day. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> just be like, oh, I'm gonna go and like do it. Yeah, for sure. That afternoon, like just go. What do you remember? I remember we were flying up. I actually remember the plane ride more than the actual jump itself with you. And I remember you turning around multiple times and you were like, what are we doing? I have so many pictures of you and you were cracking up behind me. And I'm like, this is not that funny, Sarah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, because I want to hear what you were thinking too. Yes, definitely. Okay, so I was... Um, I don't even know what I was thinking other than what am I doing, what am I doing, what am I doing, am I going to be able to do this, what is wrong with me, why did I think this was a good idea, like all of those questions of like why, why, what am I going to, like am I really going to be getting something out of this, like why am I jumping, why, you know, and I also found myself kind of, um, there was a, there was one point I remember very clearly, I was sitting there and I was looking out the window on my right, and I was in my own world. I don't know what I was looking at out there. And then my instructor, you and your instructor and the camera guy, y'all were talking about something I didn't even know. And I turned around and everyone's looking at me and laughing. And I'm like, I don't know what, because I was so out, like I was in my head and like looking out and I didn't even know what I was thinking about, but I was not in, I don't feel like I was in the plane. Like I was, completely outside that, but I remember turning and realizing, oh my gosh, all of this is happening and I didn't even realize, and I don't even know what they're talking about, and I think they're laughing at me, and I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> and what I said, like, I don't know what you're laughing at, are you laughing at me? And everybody started laughing again, and that's when I was like, okay, I've got to snap in, like, I've got to, gotta be, I've gotta here. be here. Yeah, well, if I'm going to do this, I have to be here. So. I think those instructors recognize, like, we're uncomfortable, and yeah. I'm sure they get that quite a bit. Oh, yeah. And so they did an amazing job of kind of distracting us. Mm -hmm. Like, we were so focused on the task, mm -hmm. but it was also like, let's just laugh and have a good time. Yeah. And they made it so just relatable, yeah. and we're very kind but funny at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciated the banter. I needed that banter because I was finding myself going into a place of, like, when I get scared, I get quiet and subdued and very just like I pull back, you know. And so the bannering and the fact that they were like showing us like their sky to lake and back there is, you know what I mean, to keep us on focus, focused, yeah, and to, to relax. Yeah, I appreciated that a lot. Very much. And it, the actual plane ride took way longer than the actual skydive. It did. It did. I kept thinking, like, when they said we're halfway there, I was like, we're still not there yet. <laughs> right. Like, I'm ready to jump out of this plane and get this over with. Come on. Yeah. I was the same way. And on the video, you'll notice when I get scared, nervous, or I'm unsure of something, I do this, I call it hyper focus, where I can only focus on, so I get tunnel vision. And that's why you'll see in the video, like you stick your tongue out and do something and I, I can't yeah. even see it. Yeah. Because I'm just focusing on getting the plane, Sarah, and uh -huh. sit there. And then I was doing my breathing exercises. <laughs> oh, see, I wasn't even breathing, so that's good. Because <laughs> I was like, I gotta get my heart rate down. Um, 
But I was also trying, knowing that I do that, and to your point that you made earlier, trying to be in the moment. And I knew, like, I have to show Amanda that this is okay. Like, we're going to oh, be okay. Yeah. Which actually helped me, because yeah. if I can focus on somebody else, I'll totally do that. Right. I'm sure it's an avoidance. I can totally do that about you. Because <laughs> even after we landed, you were like, okay, Joseph is going up. Like, and you were, like, focused on whatever, you know? Like, yeah, that's totally, that's funny. Myself, not so much, but other people, I'm going to be like, yeah. okay, where do, are you how okay? do I help you? Where you at? Where, where you at? <laughs> yeah, I think that comes with the whole, probably why I picked the careers I've picked, um, law enforcement, those things, yeah. uh, because it's a lot easier to do that. Yeah. Uh, now, mind you, that probably means I don't reflect enough on myself, <laughs> because I want to avoid something there. Um, but I will say, probably, for me, the weirdest slash, it was, it was funny, and I don't know why it was funny. <laughs> But we get up there, and I just see you and your instructor go, Foop. <laughs> Now we're here, now we're not. No. <laughs> and, and in my head, I'm thinking, oh, shit, I'm up. <laughs> so I got like that minute or two of having to be with myself, and I was like, oh. Yeah, because oh. how long was it before you jumped? It was about probably like two minutes. Yeah. Was it? And I was like, oh, shit, like I got to feel all this. And I was listening to him, and he's scooting me out of the plane. And I don't know about you, but we jump off, and I didn't feel a drop. But what I what I felt was that oh no, I'm falling. But you, there's nothing you can do about it. That's exactly right. I felt the exact same way. Like I am in the air, and in my mind, I'm going, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> At this point. There's nothing. There's no escape plan for me. I mean, I'm sure, I hope, instructor has some sort of plan if something goes wrong. <laughs> but I don't know him from Adam. I don't know what he's got. I don't know what skills, you know. He told me that he had gone skydiving twice before um, we went up in the air. He was like, he, you know, he asked me if it was my first time skydiving. And I was like, yeah. And I said, um, he goes, cool, well, it's my second. So I guess we're going to be okay. And I was like, for real, tell me how many times you've gone up in that plane. Like, for real, tell me. That it's more than two. So like, so there was that. But um, and it was way more than two. But I had that same thought of I am not in any sort of control of anything at this point. Nope. And I zero. I think what's amazing about your instructor, my instructor, and even the camera guy, we had to very quickly and immediately develop trust. <laughs> yes. And it was like, okay, my life is in your hand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, when we landed, I was like, thank you for keeping me safe. Thank you for keeping me alive. Yeah. Like, those were my exact words. I'm like, thanks for keeping us alive, man. Dude that I don't know. I mean, yeah. yeah. Now, when the shoot deployed, because you only free fall for about, like, a minute. Which feels like forever. Forever. Yeah. But when we when the shoot deployed, I went, oh, okay, like, it's over now. Like, even though you're still, like, you're in the air for yeah. quite some time. I think, like, five minutes. And, but I just thought, I survived, like, at that moment. But what's funny is when people get in trouble when they have accidents, mm -hmm. it's the landing. Yeah. It's almost never that the chute doesn't deploy. Right. right. <laughs> but yet in my head, I just thought, oh, oh we're okay, good we're good now. Yeah, everything's good. Life is great. Yeah. What was your thought when the chute deployed? Well, I'll tell you, my, the way that I physically experienced skydiving that day, because I didn't prepare my body the way that I should have. Um, 
prevented me from enjoying that, which stinks. And so now I want to do river. Um, but I was so dehydrated and it caused me to be very, very nauseous. And so when the shoot went up, um, I actually felt the up of it, you know, when you go up and like my stomach went up with it. It was like, the, you know when you're driving really fast and you go up the hill and then you go down and your stomach is still at the top of the hill? Yes. Like it was like the opposite of that for me. So uh -huh. my stomach was still down here, but yeah, we were up there. <laughs> so that was weird. Um, and everything was just quiet. So it was so loud and the free fall was just so loud and I almost pre preferred the free fall more than the shoot because my body was in I think such hyper type survival mode I didn't feel anything other than how dry my mouth was because I was dehydrated but yet when that shoot went up and everything's quiet you realize and you are like oh there's my body oh, there's, uh, I think I'm going to throw up, and I need water, and I, you know, so for me, that was where I was like, was very aware of everything going on just within my body, I think. So, I wish I had prepared a little bit differently for that, because um, I think we would have experienced it differently. Definitely. He even did like a big spin, which was fun, but I was like, I'm going to puke. I think you were telling him that. He said, I stick was. your head in your shirt. Yeah, he, yeah. Then he told me to puke in my shirt. I was like, anyway. Don't mind me. Um, somehow I held it good, but I didn't think I was going to. I really didn't think I was going to. So anyway, um, I remember thinking, I've got to get down to the ground now. I need to get, we need to, we need to get the shown for it. Get me on the ground. <laughs> Which he did. Because <laughs> he kept saying, I'm going to get your feet on the ground soon. We're going to get there soon. So, anyway, that yeah. was funny. Yeah, I too should drink more water. Yeah, um, I think everybody, if you decide to go skydiving, drink a crap ton of water Seriously. before because your mouth is so dry. And I'll tell you, I was scared. I had a horror story of someone who peed their pants skydiving, so I didn't drink water because I was like, I don't want to pee my pants. <laughs> I was like, I'm scared. I was like, I For me, everything tensed up so much, I don't think that would be an issue for me. Yes. I, I did not relax at all. Um, so, um, drink water. Drink water. Drink all the water. Drink water, and then... And eat something. Yes, eat something. I, uh, Good for you. Something that's like a granola or something. Eat something light, but filling. Absolutely. Not no. like a cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do cheeseburger or pizza. <laughs> Ice cream. <laughs> a glass of milk. That would have been gross. <laughs> oh my god. So I want to go back to when you and I were talking and you're kind of panicking. Mm -hmm. um, and I was too. I had just, what I was doing is I would go check the facts every time yeah. and come to find out. We all do something more dangerous than skydiving every day. We get in a car. Right. And I remember having to shoot those facts at myself, and then you would text me, and I would send them to you, and I was like, this is, we're going to be fine. Um, 
And then we get there and we have to watch the safety video. Yeah. And the look on your face. <laughs> That's the guy in the video stalking and he's like, no matter what we try to do, this will never be a completely safe sport. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's someone in the front of us packing their parachute, and I'm like, okay, so I've got this guy telling me this, and I've got this person packing their parachute, and I'm like, okay, do I see any tangles in her? I don't see any tangles. Like, I'm like watching. I was watching her too. I could focus on the video. I was like, oh my gosh, they're packing their own shoots, but that's normal. Yeah. But I was doing the same thing. I was like, how serious about this are they? Yeah.
I want to just coast here and I want you to do all the work and I'm just going to hang here. See, that's what I want for my next experience. That's what I was expecting. Like, that's what I was okay. wanting and hoping for. Yeah, because, like, when I watched, before we went up and I watched those people come down, I thought to myself, God, that looks so relaxing. They're just floating down like that. And so I didn't get that because I was like, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. Overall, we both enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. It was serious, like, 100%. It was awesome. I I 100% recommend going skydiving, specifically in Sky to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, feel free to message us mm-hmm. if you want details. Yep. Our instructors were amazing. We felt very safe um, and just overall very impressed by the experience. And I will definitely be repeating as will you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping this is important. Yes. Wow. It was fun. It was a lot. Thanks of fun. for indulging my seven in the morning idea. That was a that was a lot of coffee that morning. That morning is what that was. I had already drank like a pot of coffee. That's when I have that stupid. That's when that stupid stuff happens. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. We enjoyed it. And we got to do it together. Yeah. And that's what matters. Yeah, because almost, and I know we're running out of time here, but almost. <laughs> Like, we switched, like, at first it was, I was going with Joseph, and I was like, I love Joseph, I don't, uh-uh-uh, this is me and you, Sarah, so, how many times did you go up there and tell them that we were changing our mind about who was going by himself? Like, we only three? did it twice. Oh, okay, okay. We only did it twice. We did it, like, three times within ourselves, and then I was like, okay, we gotta decide on this. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, maybe if she sees, I go up and I come down. Nope. And then it was like, nope. Nope. And I'm not going by myself. No. No. That wouldn't I recommend going with a friend because yeah. it made it special. Yeah, 100%. That was awesome. Thanks, Amanda. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on the Embracing Discomfort podcast. Keep pushing your limits and exploring new possibilities. Thank you for being a part of this journey. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe leave a review, and share it with your friends who are ready to step outside of their comfort zones. Stay curious, stay uncomfortable, and until next time, keep embracing the discomfort.